Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, so I had an interesting morning. Yeah. Maybe some of you can relate to this. So I woke up this morning. I get up. I go into the bathroom. You know, I sleep in just my boxers. So I I get up and I'm going to the bathroom. No, that's news there. I was not aware of that, but thanks for sharing. (laughs) Just trying to paint the picture for everybody. Yeah, very (laughs) good. And I'm uh, getting ready to brush my teeth. I'm just stretching a little bit. And I feel like I have uh, something that needs to be scratched on my right side. Like where my kind of where my right hip flexor is, I guess. So I'm in there and I'm half awake. So I don't even look at what it is. And I go to scratch myself and I pull my hand away and I could feel that when I scratched it, something came off and it felt like a scab, like that feeling. I looked at my hand and there on my index finger was something crawling Mm. on my finger and I flung it onto the bathroom counter and I jumped back. (laughs) I was like, oh, ah, ah, what is that? And it was a tick and it was pretty big. It was like the size of uh, the end of a felt tip marker. So, as a matter of fact, I have the tick right here in this little baggie. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a little amazed and impressed that you brought it in. <gasps> That's always good. Uh, Sandy. Oh. I, I didn't anticipate that happening. I, you're holding a white piece of paper behind it right now. Yeah. It's in, it's in a small in? Ziploc snack bag. Watch us on the stream. Is it moving? And it's, it's crawling around. Yes, oh, yeah, it's still, still it's crawling moving. around. Oh, it's going up. Oh. It's still alive. Oh, yeah, he's oh, been my. trying to get out all day long. I've had Sandy, this at my I, desk. I meant to tell you this. This zipper in the baggie broke a while back. Stop yeah. it. Don't gonna, even open that up. This over Do you, you have any idea how afraid I am of ticks? We have three evergreens on our front lawn, and when I weed underneath, my boyfriend Mike laughs at me. I will put on a bucket hat, long sleeve shirt. Long, I, I won't <laughs> go on. under those trees. Really? I won't. No. I don't want Lyme disease. I don't want to. I don't want that to be buried behind my ear and not see it for three days. No. I live on a heavily wooded lot with a lot Ew. of trees, and I've never had a tick before. So here's how the rest of the story Lucky goes. Lucky you. So I flick it onto the counter, <laughs> and I'm, I jump back, and I'm like half awake, and now I realize what it is. So I, I grab it in a Kleenex, and I don't know why this was my instinct, but Michelle was still asleep. I wanted to go in the bedroom <gasps> and just like... The, the, Honey, you won't believe this. A tick was on, and I, the better part of me didn't do that. So I, I thought put you were going to be an baggie. eight-year-old boy and throw it on her. Good call. But yeah. then I started to get freaked out. <laughs> I, I started to wake up, and I started to think about, um, could I have Lyme disease? Could I have something else? You? Yeah. Uh, well, it, it was embedded bite. in my skin. Okie dokie. And so, but barely embedded. So I, 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 I scratched it out. So then I'm trying to look and see, like, is part of it in there still? You know, because that happens. Is it stuck in there and it doesn't look like it? And now I wake Michelle up and I say, hey, I got bit by a tick and it's in this little snack bag. <laughs> so so we're okay. Can you look at it? And I have a little rash, like the size of the tip of your finger. You know, like a oh, little like a reaction, smaller than like a, a welt kind of a thing? No, it's just like a just like a inflamed area but it wasn't swollen at all not bubbly pussy bullseye looking not none of that kind of stuff but now the more i think about it um i I got a little bit of hypochondriac in me yeah and i started to get freaked out (laughs) and so of course the worst thing you can do in any of these situations is to go to google oh and google like tick so i google like tick bite you read about people that have their arms chopped off because they got some rare infection from a tick and now i'm really getting freaked out and michelle knows how i am (laughs) She says, you know what you need to do? You need to call the doctor. 
right Words now. Words of wisdom. Sure. And I got a great Good doctor. Call. Yeah. He's a great guy. So I get in the shower. I get out. It's not any more inflamed than it was. The tick's still in the bag. Thankful for everybody. And I uh, get into on my way to work, and I call my doctor. And I called the office, and I said, hey, can you have Dr. McCann give me a call? And the lady knows me because every single time I have a sniffle, I call the doctor's <laughs> office because I'm such a wuss. So, oh, it's John again. Yeah. All right, Mercure. Let Dr. McCann give you a call. So he does, and I get him on the phone, and I go, I got bit by this tick, and he goes, you're going to be fine. Is any of it still in there? I said, no, it's not. But I'm afraid I have Lyme disease, and I'm afraid that my arm is really bad. I'm afraid I won't be able to lift anything, and I might not be able to go outside. It's going to destroy my workout. He's like, hey, hey, hey. My kidneys are shutting down. (laughs) He's like, settle down. Settle down. You're going to be okay. If he was in the room with me, he would have slapped me. Like, hey, 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 come to. So I said, I, I need something. Can you, can you give me an you antibiotic? Can I have a Batman Band-Aid, please? Yeah. <laughs> well, then I was like, what if, what if I get Lyme disease? Can you get you like, fine, fine here's what we're going to do. Uh, call in an antibiotic. You can go get the antibiotic. It will help kill Lyme disease if there's any there, but I'm 99.9% sure it's not. There's none of the tick left in you. I'll call it in. I got to go now. I got real people oh. in my waiting room. Yeah, but you know, Lyme disease is nothing to mess with. I know. You're right, Sandy. That's what I thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so at, at what point in this whole process did you put the tick in a snack bag? Before before I woke Michelle up. I had almost immediately. You know why? Because I wanted to come in and show it to you guys. Well, that, that's what's amazing to me. Here in your you moment. Like, oh, look, it's already on the other side of the bag. In, 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 your, in your life-threatening Yuck. moment here at the yes, house, Greg. You, you had the clarity to say, this will be good for the show. That's right, Greg. And you went and got a little snack bag yep. that would uh, maybe hold a little thing of Gardetto's, and you stuck a tick in it. Here's, well, we, here's another problem. This is the last well, snack size bag we have. So now yeah. I've wasted it on well, the tick. Now i got to stop at the grocery store. After I get my prescription so I don't die from Lyme disease, i got to stop at the grocery store and get more snack bags. But I'm going to tell you that I'm, I think it's smart that you did that because I have a friend who lives in Massachusetts like and four years ago got bitten by a tick and his doctor said we can't figure out if you have Lyme disease without the actual tick itself. Oh, so, so that's what I would have done. Uh-huh. I would have yeah. I would have done that. So we are getting a variety of responses on the old National Bank talk and text line 855-616-1620. One, 920 says, you know, are you kidding me? Wake your wife up. It, it could be Lyme disease. 262. If you have any rash, go get tested. I tested positive for Lyme in 2021. And well, 262, okay. I just got bit and confirmed Lyme today. Third time in my life, chronic Lyme is no fun. I would ask for prophylactic antibiotics if I were you. So, Well, you I got so? the antibiotics, and my doctor told me, keep an eye on it. If the rash gets bigger or if it gets raised, then you need to come in. But it's probably not if there's none of the tick left in there. So... All these texts are not making me feel better. Well, that's okay. The 920 said, wow, what city yuppie puppies? You might as well start wearing a purse and high heels. So Maybe I do. <laughs> you do have an awfully wooded backyard. I do. I, now, I had a tick on my arm the other day, and yeah. I just kind of flung it off. Well, whatever. It was on my shirt. And well, then we we've got a dog who kind of right, plays right. around in the high grass, and Emily's really good about kind of combing her fingers through night, and she's probably pulled four or five off him, Ooh. I'd say, in the last month and a half. So they're out there, right? And you can do the tea and flea and tick control, but why, why don't they have that for humans? Like, we give our dog a little yes. thing. Can we take a little That's thing? That's what I want to know. My well, dog gets the shot every year. How come I don't get a damn shot? When I go in to get my physical, shouldn't they offer that? Maybe. Does it even exist? Aren't they working on that? You know who the voice of reason is around here? 
Dr. Raymond. Indeed, from the Medical College of Wisconsin. I, I know that we've talked to him about Lyme disease and developments. I think we have some of that, right? Two new vaccines in development. One is raised against a protein on the bacteria. Another one is raised against the saliva um, from the tick. And so uh, none of these are ready to be marketed yet, but there's some promise. And there actually is a pretty good vaccine that you can use for dogs already on the market. Okay, so here's what we need to do. I'm already going in for the flu shot. Mm-hmm. They're going to combine that with the COVID. Mm-hmm. Combine it with the Lyme disease. Just give me like a thing that has like four shots combined. Just, Kaboom. Just drink bourbon. You'll be fine. I would say, look into this. We just got another text on the Old National Bank talking text line 855-616-1622. says there's a wristband you can wear to ward off ticks. What is okay. like emit CO2? Like, what does it do? I've, that, that, I, that I don't know. And then this other... Um, oh, the next one, Sandy. This yes. one saved my life. 608? Yes. Read that one. The tick from 608. Not confirmed. Don't know if this is a doctor. It's true. The tick must be connected to the body for 72 hours to cause Lyme and only mm. if a deer tick. That's right. Look at this little guy was on me for I wasn't asleep for seventy two hours. Oh my gosh! So yeah. not very long. Solid and it would be a lot bigger than that. Yeah, Call that's Sol. right. He's also alive yeah. and in a bag. I think you're in good shape. Here, around. I'm going to be okay. The old National Bank talking text line eight five five six one six one six twenty delivers again. Colin in Delafield says, "Really, John? Rub some dirt on it." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Can we get rid of that thing now? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, just give it to oh, Santa. There you go. Just- tossed it at me i think the bag I like is the still idea sealed of the wristband you might be able to sing a song too to ward off all right you know. well i'm willing to try anything <laughs> i know i'm a little soft but i'm glad i'm gonna you know i feel like it itches now more than it has the entire day <sighs> all well, right and, but truly do what you can to protect yourself i know we have a lot of fans who enjoy up north and heck live on the lake and just protect yourself as you can yep that's uh that's Good advice. Paul Fair, the Waukesha County executive, just texted me and said I'm a wuss. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Paul. Yep. You try getting eat- I almost got eaten alive by a tick in the middle of the night. Eaten Call me a wuss. Alive. <laughs> All right, let's do it. On Fridays, we like to tell you some stories maybe you haven't heard before or haven't heard a lot about. We call the segment... In case you missed it. All right. Los Angeles. Hello. <laughs> a family cleaning out their home in Los Angeles stumbled upon several big bags. They were big, and they were heavy, and they were bank bags. They weighed 5,500 pounds. 5,500 pounds. That's almost pounds. three tons. Yes. Hard to even imagine that weight. It's a lot of ticks. <laughs> Guess what was in these bags? Not ticks. One million pennies. Oh! <gasps> A million pennies. John Ray said he was cleaning out his father-in-law's home when he made the discovery the bags of pennies were in unopened, sealed bank bags. They don't know where they came from. They don't know the history. What we do know is that is $10,000 worth of pennies. Were they rolled? Uh, doesn't say. That's because that would be a project. Yeah. Rolling those pennies. Yeah, you're going to spend a long time at the grocery store putting that through the little penny counter, yeah. the change counter. I'm going to be a minute. I'm sorry. I used to collect pennies as a kid. I never collected that many. This is $10,000 worth of pennies. Wow. The family determined the coins are copper, not zinc, which means they are before the 1980s. The guy's trying to sell them now for $25,000. Yeah, the copper alone is worth more than the penny, isn't it? I have no idea. Huh. Good question. 
that's how mine. Did, that, these were not kept in the attic, obviously. No, they they were buried, they're like buried under the porch or something. <laughs> in case you missed it. This is one of my favorite things of the week. Beatles fans, there could be a new Beatles song by the end of the year, AI to the Rescue. It can be used for good and for evil. This time, Paul McCartney has found a demo of John Lennon playing piano. They've pulled out the piano and made a very pure John Lennon vocal. Paul McCartney has announced that there will be a Beatles song released later this year using that vocal. In case you missed it. So typically, college interns find cheap places to live, right? While they're working? Sure. Easier said than done when your internship is in New York City. Oh. Right? What do you do? You're an intern. I get, when I was an intern, I got paid in jockey underwear gift certificates. It's not a joke. <laughs> and I lived at home. South Carolina resident Sophia Salentano is going to commute to her summer internship by plane weekly. What? She's going to fly from South Carolina, Charleston, to Newark every Wednesday. It's a $100 round trip flight, commonly. And that, to her, beats $3,400 plus dollars a month in rent. Wow. So the one day she is supposed to be in the office for her marketing internship is Wednesday. So she flies in on Wednesday, flies back Wednesday night. She spends $100 commuting to her internship. She attends the University of Virginia. She's smart enough to figure this out. And instead of spending between three and four grand a month, she drops about 100 bucks a week and lives at home in South Carolina. Very and she nice. managed to market herself, so we're talking about her. Exactly. She's, she's pretty smart. Pretty bright. In case you missed it. Well, a new portrait of the former Queen Elizabeth II has been discovered. That's right. It was made by the uh, illustrious art artist, artiste, the one King Charles III. That's right. It was made when he was about two, roughly five or six years old. And they have found this. CNN reports that some of the king's earlier works will go up for auction with Hanson's auctioneers. The house will broker the sale of several of the drawings, one of which is up on the stream as we speak right now, of uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, entitled, I believe, Mummy. And um, and not mummy like wrapped up mummy. Mummy as in my mummy. You know what I mean. All right. Um, uh, Hanson anticipates the final sale prices between $6,500 and $12,700. Um, rendered, this particular one was rendered when King Charles was five or six years old. I think that is adorable. That is Fine cute. crayon art. Yes. Thanks, Deb. In case you missed it. I want to pivot and tell you about something cool coming up this weekend. It's a conversation with Don Smiley, the guy in charge of Summerfest. Sandy Max sits down one-on-one with Don Smiley, and we wanted to bring you a chunk of the conversation. It's a fascinating hour. This is Smiley talking about funding for the amphitheater and how it's not always about public funds to get a project like this done. So you have this vision to evolve the grounds, and you want to be there for a nice long time to see that evolution happen. But anytime a major renovation of a publicly used property takes place, there's usually a move to ask for public money to support the project, like we're seeing now with American Family Field. But under your leadership, the $51.3 million renovation of the American Family Insurance Amphitheater in particular used no public money. How did you achieve that? Three different ways. We did a bond deal in which we're responsible for the debt. We put in our own money in which we had saved up over the years. And American Family Insurance, our, our title sponsor of the event and of the building, also contributed to the construction of the building. And then we went out and sold what we call 2020 Club 
memberships and also Founder Club memberships. And it was a lot of road work. Sarah and I tore a lot of leather off of our shoes going around and seeing that many people to raise that kind of money to establish and to recreate the amphitheater to what it is today. And if we didn't do that, we would not be able to sign the bands that we sign today because all of the bands management agents and the bands themselves the bar has really been raised globally as far as the venues that they play in so if you've got an old dilapidated building i mean they they really don't want to do that and so we took that challenge we actually raised the roof (laughs) of the amphitheater from 38 feet to 63 feet or so, so that bands could get more production inside the building. We have 18 dressing rooms now. We have more rooms for trucks and vans and tour buses, etc. So we really did do a top-to-bottom job on the American Family Insurance Amphitheater. And But for that renovation, like I say, we would not be able to book the bands that we currently book. I want to mention two things that I don't know people know about you necessarily first of all that you grew up in racine so you really are a wisconsin guy i certainly did i grew up in racine and snuck up to summerfest as a teenager there we go (laughs) i was gonna ask you if you had any fond romantic memories of summerfest so you were sneaking up what is that well that that was that was (laughs) i went to sacred heart catholic grade school in racine then i went on to st catherine's and went at st catherine's yeah we snuck up here a few times those stories will stay in the vault, <laughs> but, you know, we didn't know much about it at all, but we did know we were going to the big city. I mean, Milwaukee at that time was huge compared to Racine, so. Do you remember any music acts from those You know, I days? really don't. You know, that'd be going way back, and, and, you know, my memory doesn't go back to what I was listening to when I was 18 years old or 17. But it's the strong emotional connection of going to Summerfest with friends. Like, yeah, that was, obviously stays with you. You just lit up. It's great to see this smile on your face and hear the warmth in your voice going oh yeah i remember those days that was fantastic and then when i eventually moved away when i was back here in the summertime visiting if at the same time summerfest was going on we would jump up here and have a good time so yeah summerfest has been in my life in one way or another for a very long time (laughs) and it's been a pure joy you can hear more of that conversation it was really fun Uh, Don Smiley on WTMJ Conversations, Sunday morning at 11, because this is his final year as CEO of Milwaukee World Festival and overseeing Summerfest, and he's had a very interesting business career. Yeah, good stuff. I'll be listening for sure. Sunday morning, 11 on WTMJ.